find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today we're getting caught up in royal wedding fever. (laughs) And we're going to be taking you behind the scenes of the royal wedding, literally, to England, where um, my guest, Michael, Michael Bailey, certainly is in the center of it all, so to speak. He'll be able to explain this to you in more detail. But we're going to, uh, Michael is, is launching Charlotte Todd Designs. Charlotte, as I'm sure many of you know, uh, without Charlotte, this wedding would probably not be happening. She is the royal matchmaker because she is the designer of the dress, uh, not the wedding dress, but the dress that got to the wedding dress um, that she that Kate wore at the fashion show at the college that she went to with William. Uh, this see-through uh, dress that uh, essentially had her walking down the runway in her black underwear under the dress. And this got Prince William to look at her totally differently. He had seen her in uh, as a platonic friend, and when she walked down the the runway in the fashion show, not just because of the pretty dress and the and the sexiness of it, but and of course you know that she was really attractive and had a great body and so on. But it was also the audacity, the self confidence that she had, the nerve that she had to essentially walk down the runway in front of all her classmates. And whoever else was there was a charity fashion show, so there were probably lots of uh, people there that one would want to impress. And she wore that, and so that in itself uh, was also what attracted the prince to her and what ultimately wound up in our pre-wedding fever that we're going to be sharing today. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you, Carol. It's great to be here. Now, um, I've been watching uh, news clips of London, and people are already camping out uh, in the streets, waiting three days before the wedding is to take place in order to get their, you know, stake out their places to be able to get a good view of the procession. Tell me, tell us what, what it's like there now. Well, I mean, this is a big deal for us. We're uh, one of the last... Is uh, probably yes, monarchy in Europe are very important to us. 
more, you know, they've really captured the kind of uh, ordinary people just because we, we, we perceive this as being a real love affair. Um, Kate is what is really, without any sense of demeanor as, as a commoner. Uh, she's marrying into the royal family as a commoner. Um, that, that, you know, there's, there's, there's hope that we can, you know, move the, uh, um, and, um, and then there's a fun. I mean, just an amazing sense of fun. Uh, Prime Minister David Cameron, um, was on TV over the days and he, he was, he was absolutely great. He said, if your local council does not allow you to have a street party because of any bureaucracy, uh, that, that he, David Cameron, says that it has no requirement, anything like that. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Explore the power and beauty in yourself and in others. Tune in to The Stacey Stern Show, enriching you. Every week, Stacey Stern will connect you with men and women who are living and working from a place of passion. Stacey's guests include successful authors, filmmakers, actors, experts, and leaders. You'll hear what inspires each of them, and you'll be turned on to great films, books, and new media. Tune in to The Stacey Stern Show, enriching you, Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking to you about royal wedding fever and going behind the scenes. Now, of course, you uh, totally believe that we're going behind the scenes in London. (laughs) Not always easy to get that uh, cross-Atlantic connection, but we have it now. Michael Bailey, he is my guest. He is launching a really exciting project. We're going to be talking about the whole project and, and uh, a little later on, but right now we started talking about, I was asking him about what it's like in London with this royal wedding fever um, increasing to a fevered pitch. So Michael, why don't you just um, sort of just repeat what you were saying before, but at least uh, go over that again in case people weren't able to hear it too, too, too well. Yeah, sure. No, all I'm saying is that we're one of the last monarchies in the world um, and one of the greatest monarchies in the world. Um, more than that, uh, we believe this is a real love affair between um, Kate Middleton and Prince William. And uh, no, it's, it's a terrific buzz in London. Um, we've also had really great weather, which is great for us. So uh, every, everybody's looking forward to this wedding. And uh, our Prime Minister, David Cameron, has uh, been on TV and he said, if there's any bureaucracy that prevents you having a street party, that we're to just give his name and there's to be no bureaucracy, no permits. Uh, everybody's allowed to have a street party. And uh, no, it's just absolutely amazing, amazing event. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you were, there are going to be some parties here in L.A. as well. There's actually Brit Week. I've just been looking into this whole thing. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But, you know, it's interesting because not only, of course, is there all of this historical significance and cultural significance for the British people, but, you know, everyone all over the world is fascinated um, because we've been raised, certainly in America, for example, we've been raised on fairy tales. I mean, you know, in, in all over the world, people are raised on fairy tales, and in most of them, there are kings and queens and princes and princesses and, you know, little girls grow up uh, wanting to meet their prince. I mean, that that's just, that's been down through the centuries that there's this um, this desire, this, you know, cultural um, wish in a sense. And yes, you know, there's all kinds of things like don't bet on the prince or, or you know, women should, <laughs> women should, um, should make their own, um, oh, I don't know, make their own, uh, life and and not just wait for a prince to come by and so on, but but really you can't take that out of uh, what little girls are raised on, and there's still that hope um, that everyone has, even women who become cynical or women who become feminists or whatever. There's still underneath it all that kernel of 
a fairy tale that we've been raised on. So that's why there's this world interest in it. No, and I, and I think that's right. I mean, I was up at the uh, fashion show in St. Andrews in Scotland um, about two months ago, uh, the current St. Andrews charity fashion show. St. Andrews, obviously, where William and Kate were at university together, and um, they lived uh, there together. It's, it's now public knowledge that they, they, they had a home there together as well. Um, and uh, I mean, St. Andrews is a, is a magical place, and you can't help walking around a place with that level of antiquity and that level of history, and, and then also the modern history of, of, of William and Kate without you know, finding it to be a fascinating fairy tale experience. I mean, mm. it, it, it is a modern fairy tale. Yes, yes. Um, you know, there was just recently, and I think it's still going on, life, a Lifetime movie about William and Kate. Did you happen to see that? I know that, I think it played on the BBC as well. I'm afraid I didn't. I have yes, to it's, it's not, you know, 100% accurate. Like, for example, the uh, Charlotte Todd's dress was, they didn't use anything that looked like that. Um, they had it all sort of black lace, and, and that was certainly a... A uh, an inaccuracy, <laughs> but well, 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 we 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 know of the dress that was used, and we're actually considering legal action against the producers because it really wasn't a fair representation. I mean, Charlotte Todd is an amazing designer, and uh, the the piece in question was 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 produced by her by hand I mean, on a on a on a knitting machine, but on a on a machine that she had in her home, and you know, it's I mean, you saw it, Carol, you saw it at the auction, and it's absolutely an exquisite piece. And we felt that the the movie did not do justice. I don't know if you agree with that. Well, yes, absolutely. So you did at least see a picture of the dress that they used in the movie. I'm well aware of it. And as I say, we're uh, we're considering our options at the moment. But we feel that that you know it's almost a, a, a defamation on on Charlotte's uh, you know yes. on Charlotte's design skills. Um, and uh, we're you know we're considering our options. I mean, the, the thing is though, at the end of the day. Um, you know, we want to look forward and rather than look back. And I think yes. that's the interesting thing about the UK monarchy right now. You know, it's actually just really exciting. It's almost bringing, uh, bringing monarchy up to date. And, you know, we, we see Kate Middleton coming from outside as new blood going into the monarchy. And, you know, I think, I think the, the, the focus of, of, uh, of the UK at the moment is about how to take that forward and how to make that something that we're, you know, we're proud of into, you know, into the future, going into the future. Yes, of course. Um, you know, it, it's interesting. This is, there's so much preparation for this day. Uh, and everything, you know, everyone's trying to make it so perfect. And there have been these threats. I think when, when something, you know, when, when people try so hard to make something perfect, there's almost this fear that comes about that, um, about something spoiling it. So there have been these, in the news, uh, uh, there have been these these reports of threats, uh, both thunderstorm threats and terrorist threats. Is anybody taking those terribly seriously, or or what? Um, I think it's part of the British mentality. Um, I don't think we take any threats very seriously. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I think this is something. If you you know, if you think the British character, you know, we survived the Blitz. And, um, you know, I, I obviously wasn't around and I've only got, you know, grandparents that can tell me about that. But I don't think it's in the British character to worry about threats. Um, and I, 
you know, I don't think anybody's even thinking it. Well, hopefully there are people that are looking after us that are thinking about it very seriously. But in terms of the ordinary British psyche, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it even comes into our consideration. Okay. We should be more worried. I don't think it even comes into our, worry, our consideration. Well, good. Um, let's talk about, and we can go back to the wedding itself, but let's talk about... Um, your involvement with all of this, which I sort of hinted at, and, and let me first say that I, um, I actually haven't, well, <laughs> Michael and I were in the same room in London uh, in mid-March for the auction of Kate Middleton's dress, actually designed by Charlotte Todd, and um, that was where, as, as uh, many of my listeners know, um, <laughs> that I went to, uh, to bid on the dress, which I did. Um, however, I was outbid by someone who was willing to spend close to $130,000 when you add in um, the cost for the auction and so on, the commission. And so, um, and I did, however, uh, did come away with, not, <laughs> not easily, um, four pieces of lingerie from the Duchess of Windsor, who is a very bad girl. Of course, all of this connects to my book, Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them, and How Good Girls Can Learn Their Secrets. And I, I, even before the auction, I was talking about Kate Middleton as the quintessential good girl who used bad girl secrets to catch her prince, literally catch her prince. And, of course, um, I had to come up with a plan B when I saw I was going to be outbid. So that's where the Duchess of Windsor came in and her sexy lingerie because she is the quintessential bad girl who got her man to give up the kingdom, give up the throne to the British kingdom. So, um, so... <laughs> So then, uh, one of the one of the, the things that uh, was, even though I didn't actually get the real dress that Kate wore, um, one of the pleasures of that trip was in meeting Charlotte Todd and in celebrating with her and her family afterwards, which led to my meeting so far just by phone with Michael Bailey, who is representing launching Charlotte's Design. So why don't you tell us about that? You know how you got involved with that, um, what your plans are for that. Yeah, sure. Um, well, um, I run a website called Fashion Babylon. It's fashionbabylon.com. And it's uh, a website for people that are interested in fashion. And uh, the whole idea is to make fashion more accessible because, you know, everybody buys fashion and we kind of, you know, we think about fashion and so forth. But, but really, I think people want to be involved and see behind the scenes. And um, in the UK, we have a number of uh, graduates that graduate every year. And it's, it's become very apparent that, you know, only a very few ever really make it. And then we have independent designers who are trying to broaden their markets, um, probably much as, as, as in the US. And um, <clears throat> so I, I started off by going up to St. Andrews. Um, then I was researching a story based on, on, on that, an article for our website, and I found out that the auction was on, and I went along. Oh, so you mean uh, you, okay, this was before you even wound up at the auction, okay. Yeah, yeah, and then I wound up, up at the auction, and the um, thing that probably impressed me the most was just um, how sort of unassuming Charlotte Todd really is. And just what a great, what a lovely, warm person she really is. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, you know, she she works as a as a front of house manager at, uh, or, or, or the, yeah, she works as a front of house manager at Bristol Aquarium, 
which is uh, you know a far cry from from somebody who has uh, designed a dress that a princess has uh, has worn. Yes, and um, and you know we I think you and I both watched her reaction, and she was completely overwhelmed, and uh, you know by the by the excitement around this dress. Yes. she'd had it. You know, as, as, as you know, Carol, she'd had it in a in a closet in a wardrobe in her parents' house for almost ten years. Um, and she never expected it to go for the amount of money that it that it went for, and um, so I was I was you know I was very interested in Charlotte as person, and I went down to visit her husband and uh, her after the auction, and um, she showed me the other designs that she had, and she showed me her sketchbooks and uh, you know her mood boards and uh, the work that she'd done and the samples of fabric that she she'd made and. And it it was one of the most intriguing uh, few hours uh, that I've had. And uh, Charlotte is almost em- uh, an emblem of a young designer who, who spent three years at university, uh, then tried to get a job. And, you know, we all know it's tough times, it's tough times in the U.S., tough times in the U.K., really hard to get a job. And uh, <clears throat> uh, she, she didn't give up. But she just didn't get anywhere. <laughs> and uh, she tried for four years after university to get a job in fashion. And uh, it, it just wasn't happening for her at that time. And all the time she was making beautiful garments. And um, so this is exactly the sort of person that, that we wanted to help. And, uh, you know, we're really, really pleased, really happy to be working with Charlotte. And I have to say she's a wonderful designer. And I... I hope and I honestly believe that we haven't seen the best of Charlotte Todd yet. Um, so that's kind of a potted history of my yes. involvement with um, You know, fashion is, t- t- tell us a little bit about, I mean, how do, I know here too, of course, um, th- there's, I mean, it's almost like breaking into show business. <laughs> you know, it's so competitive and it's so um uh, so so much on who you know and and families in the business and so on is that what it's like there i mean what um it just seems like it's so isolated that that the fashion industry that you have to have some kind of hook besides not just about how good you are it's about somehow finding that little in yeah yeah it's it's very it's very hard and it's um and i think uh, there is almost a sense that um, uh, that it's an impenetrable uh, mm-hmm. thing to get into, and that and almost the people on the inside uh, cloud themselves in a sort of a mystique, uh, and actually almost uh, perhaps make it more difficult for people to get in. Um, and I certainly don't think that's right. I believe fashion is, uh, you know, as as, as um, Coco Chanel said. You know, fashion is what walks in the streets. Hmm. And, you know, we, we, you know, as a matter of a sort of a philosophy, if you like, I, I, I think fashion should be very accessible. I think it's a, an expression of, um, of, of human psychology and of modern art. Um, but, yeah, to, to, to get into it, I think the other thing is that um, the UK market is dominated by big business. So we have maybe 10 big companies that really monopolize what's on the high street, which makes it incredibly, uh, incredibly difficult for an independent designer like Charlotte Todd to achieve enough traction 
to to get a living out of out of mm. making garments and out of fashion. Um, and and then on the other side of the uh, coin, <laughs> uh, if I can use an English phrase, um, the, the 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 other side of it is that the internet now is a hugely powerful um, mechanism. I mean, we've seen that the internet in you know in the last few months has really been behind revolutions in a lot of the uh, a lot of the North African uh, countries, mm-hmm. um, and you know what that is is it's about people being able, in terms of fashion, it's about people being able to go directly to other people that are interested in what they do and and kind of bypass the monopoly that the big business, the stranglehold almost, that big business has. And, um, you know, I think it's an incredible time for fashion. I think, uh, you know, it's a, it's a time when people can actually say, I'm not going to be dictated to by the high street. Um, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to search out the designers and be they in London, be they in, you know, in Russia, be they in China, uh, be they in uh, California. Um, you know, uh, and, and they can kind of go directly. So I think it's, uh, I think we're seeing, I think the internet, um, and you know, your, 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 uh, your, um, kinsmen in Silicon Valley have a lot, you know, and in Facebook and everything have a lot, have a lot, uh, to, to be thanked for, for in this regard. You know, I think the internet is a great enabler. Um, so I think it's a really good time to be trying to break down those barriers. Yes. So, um, and I totally agree with everything you said. This couldn't, you know, it was about Charlotte um, and how this couldn't have happened to a nicer, more deserving person and more unassuming person. Um, and yet it was really, uh, I, I mean, I, I wasn't just, it wasn't hyperbole. I really do believe that, uh, that it were, were it not for her dress, <laughs> that were it not for her dress, uh, Prince William wouldn't have turned to his friend and said, wow, she's hot, talking about Kate walking down the aisle. So that was the turning point. And yes, there were others, you know, and I talk about uh, other secrets that Kate used to catch her prince uh, bef- before she met William and, and things that she did to herself and, and after. Um, but, you know, that was sort of a pivotal moment. And, um, and, and I think that Charlotte does deserve the title of royal matchmaker and, and, and what's going to now be forthcoming from, from this and from all of the attention, the final, finally the recognition that she got for uh, her creativity. So te- we're, actually we're just about to take a break, but after the break I'd like you to talk about what you have planned for the future and, and uh, uh, Charlotte Todd Designs. So we'll take sure. a break now. My guest is Michael Bailey. He is launching Charlotte Todd Designs. We're talking to him in London, um, crossing the Atlantic, and uh, talking about royal wedding fever. All of this is, you know, everything, everyone. And, and, and the royal wedding is not only, of course, wonderful and enjoyable and important for uh, England, but also I think all of us are getting, uh, you know, an enjoyment out of out of delving into the pages of a of a fairy tale, a modern fairy tale this time, and, uh, and really, you know, living, living out those fantasies again. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. When we come back, we'll be, have more royal wedding fever and more about uh, the royal wedding dress, the, royal, uh, the dress that made the royal wedding, shall we say. 
I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, so stay tuned. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ah, life is good. We don't need to worry about anything. We've got a rock-solid government to make sure all is well. Our dollar and financial future are strong, and everything is going to be okay. Think again. We're in a financial crisis, and our government and financial systems are failing. You need to prepare and protect yourself and your family. Tune in to The McHale Report with Karen McHale. Our program will tell you exactly what needs to be done right now. Listen every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And get set. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, talking with you today about royal wedding fever, going behind the scenes with Michael Bailey, who is in London, and who is launching Charlotte Todd Designs, Charlotte Todd being the royal matchmaker who created the dress, that made Prince William say wow when he saw Kate walking down the runway of the fashion show at their college. And um, I want Michael to talk about there are some really interesting, exciting developments all of you will want to know. All you women out there who want to catch your own prince will want to hear about this. So, Michael, tell us what you're up to. Okay, well, um, <clears throat> uh, 
first of all, I'd, you know, I'd just like to explain to everybody that um, without any sort of Kate Middleton wearing the dress, um, Charlotte Todd's, you know, as you well know, uh, Carol, Charlotte Todd's collection was called The Art of Seduction. Yes. You know, and, and it, you know, it, it, this was before Kate, anyone knew Kate Middleton was going to wear it. And, you know, I, I, I certainly don't have any, uh, <clears throat> any feelings that I want to express what was in Kate Middleton's mind when, when, <laughs> when she decided to wear that dress. But she did make a decision to wear that dress. And, you know, what, a, what an apt, uh, you know, Carol, what an apt title it, it turned out to be. Yes, and you know that, um, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I have such a, such a connection, a feeling of connection to all of this, uh, besides my <laughs> recent trek to buy the dress, um, is that my, in Bad Girls, in my book, uh, in the last chapter, I talk about the six secret spells of seduction, the secrets that bad girls used after I interviewed over a hundred men and got their stories of their bad girl experiences, they told me about um, in their experiences, I distilled down the things that these bad girls did to attract and keep their men. And of course, I'm not trying to turn good girls into bad girls, but I'm trying to give good girls the secrets, you know, the art of seduction, the six secret spells of seduction that they need to know about to to catch their own prince. And of course, one of them, his dress. Mm. And, and, you know, we believe that Kate Middleton is a good girl. We have, in England, we would, you know, we have no doubt that Kate Middleton is a good girl. But, um, you know, but, um, you know, the way that you kind of put it, you're, you're, you sort of infer that she used sort of uh, bad girl techniques. Is, right. that, is that the way you see it? Yes, the bad girl secrets. I, I say that, uh, you know, I don't know how she got a copy of my book beforehand, which, which of course, is, is I'm being sort of, uh, facetious because she started these secrets before the book was written. <laughs> but yes, you know, I'm, I'm not saying she's a bad girl. I mean, goodness, I, <laughs> I'd be thrown out of the, but, but she did use these techniques and the techniques are, are, you know, I'm not talking about being, uh, trashy or, or, you know, doing anything or being evil. Um, I'm, t- but there are certain things in the ways, in the way that women, um, use their wiles that uh, work. And the thing is that these bad girls use these secrets and they're able to attract and keep men even though they give these men who they're exploiting such a hard time. So but, if a good but, girl you know, uses but, 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 these secrets, don't become bad. She let Prince William go off and do his own thing, though. I mean, how can she be a bad girl? Say that again? She let Prince William go off and... Well, that was one of her... Yes, that's another one of the bad girl secrets. Um, I, I, yes, I talk about that because when Prince William wanted to sow his wild oats, a good girl would have pouted or would have gotten angry or would have whined or cried or, or you know, done something that would have turned the guy off and he would have been gone forever. But instead, Kate was very clever and she um, let him go to sow his oats and instead, she was seen, you know, went out and had a good time herself and was photographed. And um, when Prince William saw that, he realized, wait a second, you know, what am I letting go here? Uh, she's not just sitting home at home waiting for me. I better rethink this. And that goes, that's, you know, one of the six spells, too. I have a, a category of spells called tactics. And that was very clever of Kate 
to to allow him to do that so that he would then realize what he was you know stood the chance of losing and uh and what he didn't want to lose so you you're sort of saying you've got to keep him mean to keep you got to be mean to keep him keen type uh, <laughs> well, i I'm not really saying mean, but you know there are these uh but keep keep a little mystery in there, you know, and not be um not just be pouty or or clingy i mean that's the real thing that good girls do um that that are the is what pushes these men away. So go ahead. Well, <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad, um, I'm glad I was, you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just—I was just going to say the other reason that we're very interested in you is because obviously you—you know—you have bought the um, not the first dress, but the first prototype for the collection that we're about to launch, and you know we're very happy that you that you've bought that. And um, as I was saying to you the other day, I think it's very interesting because. The first dress, and I think this is probably something that your your, your listeners might well be interested in. The first dress was, um, and indeed you were outbid, unfortunately, uh, for the first dress. But the first dress was bought by um, a, a private collector in Jersey that has the largest collection of Marilyn Monroe memorabilia in the world. Now, I'm quite surprised. I would have expected that the largest collection of Marilyn Monroe memorabilia would be in Los Angeles. Mm. But apparently it's in Jersey, and uh, um, and this guy, you know, was 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 the first purchaser of of of, of the dress, and then you bought the effectively the second dress. Yes, so and I the... I want to publicly thank you and tell you how grateful and excited um, I am. It was wonderful. It was just yesterday that it arrived, and opening that that beautiful case with the dress <laughs> does look exactly like the dress that I that I pined over. <laughs> In in London, you know, a month ago, um, uh, it, it's beautiful, and oh, it's just so exciting to have that. So thank you. Well, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're pleased. I'm glad you're pleased. You like the case that it came with as well. Yes, it's beautiful. <laughs> very good. Well, um, yeah. So so what we're doing with Charlotte, we've um, produced um, a very limited um, number of dresses to commemorate the royal wedding. Um, uh, you have very kindly, you know, uh, agreed to be our ambassador in the UK, and we're very, very grateful, you know, for everything that you're doing. And um, we, uh, in terms of Charlotte's uh, collection, the roadmaps that we have um, is the, the first thing will be a very uh, limited uh, release of the signature dress, um, and. Um, the signature dress is slightly brought up to date, so it's a little less see-through than the original, but still quite see-through. Uh, we, we took a lot of advice about whether we should put a slip underneath. Um, in the end, and you'll, you'll be able to tell us whether we're correct in this with your, kind of, uh, your insight into, into good girls and bad girls, but in the end, we decided that part of the fun was that it was, the dress was see-through, and you know, part of the fun is actually deciding what you're going to wear underneath it, um, and, uh, you know, whether you're going to wear a bathing costume or whether you're going to wear, you know, really lovely lingerie or whatever, not for me to, to get too deep into that, uh, that whole question. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, uh, you know, so, part of, and, you know, and the market, people now are so sophisticated that they can, they can actually, their imaginations are much better than our imaginations in terms of the way to, to, to address these pieces now. Um, and, and the nice thing about this is it's a, it's, a, it's a great piece because initially it was designed as a skirt, so it can be worn as a skirt, 
or it can be worn as dress, it can be worn as beachwear, or it can be uh, daywear, or it can be glammed up, be the most amazing thing in the evening that's slightly see-through and so forth. Um, so it's a, it's a great piece to have. And of course, they're a limited edition for the royal wedding, so they're a nice memento. Uh, so that's stage one. Stage two is that we're then going to release more colors of the, the same dress, um, just so people can have a bit of variety. The, the bywords of Charlotte's collection were boho glam. So it's very boho, and the, the, the signature piece probably isn't bright enough color to represent that. But all the other pieces in the collection with these beautiful Italian yarns are very boho. And so that's stage two, to have the, the boho sort of side of it coming out, the very beachy, uh, almost kind of Californian, uh, brightly colored side of the collection coming out. Um, and then we're moving on into a high-end range. And we've, we've, we've spoken, we've had a meeting with Harrods, um, in England, um, that we perceive to be a very, you know, quintessentially English uh, brand, um, and um, they have said to us in no uh, in no uncertain terms that there we would be competing against collections like Missoni, uh, and uh, there we have to achieve very high production values. So it's the sort of red air drive sort of production values, um, and uh, you know that that's something for the future and. Um, at the moment, it really depends on how successful the first two parts of the collection are as to whether, you know, ha- ha- whether we have the funding or whether Charlotte has the funding to really take it, take it forward onto the third collection. But, uh, but uh, we're very optimistic and we're, doing, we're putting out all the stops. And, uh, uh, and I think you can hear from my voice. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a complex project, but it's a, a hugely a hugely rewarding project. Yes, and we'll talk. We do need to take another break, but we'll talk more about that when we come back. Um, yes, I have. I think this is going to really take off. I have all kinds of high hopes. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about the royal wedding, going behind the scenes with my guest, Michael Bailey. So stay tuned. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 
1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio, because shift happens. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. My guest today is Michael Bailey. He is taking us behind the scenes in London, uh, talking about the royal wedding. He is launching Charlotte Todd Designs. She is the royal matchmaker. I love that. I love calling her that because she so <laughs> deserves it. Uh, having designed the dress, the uh, see-through sexy dress that Kate Middleton wore to win Prince William's heart. And, of course, uh, bringing us to today where all of this where we're now anticipating the royal wedding. So before the break, Michael was telling us about his uh, launching of uh, Charlotte's designs, and uh, you were talking. You were talking about Harrods, and um, that was phase three. Yeah, we'll say phase three is. Um, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, your listeners, uh, certainly the the, uh, the sort of uh, uh, the people that are familiar with Rodeo Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been there a couple of times. I don't know it that well, but. Uh, you know, I'm sure they're familiar with Missoni. And um, Charlotte uses a lot of the, uh, the um, Italian yarns that, uh, that Missoni uh, use in her designs. But she kind of, whereas Missoni is a very structured, um, a very structured garment, um, Charlotte's designs are much more boho. They're much more kind of relaxed and... Uh, kind of almost laddered, carefree, uh, very vibrant, maybe a little bit more um, uh, sort of textured than Missoni, whereas Missoni is a very constant weave. You know, it's a very perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte, I believe they're perfect by design, but, you know, part of the uh, part of the perfection is a sort of a randomness that kind of runs, runs through the whole thing. And... Um, uh, so, you know, that, that is the most exciting part. But unfortunately, it's the most, you know, it, it is a very expensive uh, thing to achieve and to take into production. Well, let me and tell so, you, um, so far, uh, I've been mentioning, you know, after having uh, bought the first batch of these copies, you know, in addition to my my replica, my one replica, <laughs> um, I am looking forward to the uh, receiving... ASAP, uh, the copies from you, the first, um, the first, the royal wedding release of dresses, 
uh, that you were just oh, talking about because uh, and so far I've gotten incredible um, reaction. Everybody, everybody wants one. So, um, so I, I, they're going to have to put in their orders before before the end of this limited release. Um, but I'm going to be going to parties in LA. There, I, I started to mention there are these um, royal wedding parties actually that that are Thursday and Friday, and that. Um, lead into Brit Week. Uh, actually, there are two weeks of Brit Week in LA, and so um, uh, if if Customs cooperates and I get these dresses <laughs> before Thursday or by Thursday during the day, I'll be able to bring them uh, to the parties, and the lucky women who um, who attend will be able to have one uh, themselves. Um, you know, I, I just want to say from a from a psychological viewpoint, there's you know this so fits into my whole um, Six Secret Spells of Seduction, not only because it's, yes, it's a very sexy dress and so on, it's beautiful, but um, it's also part of the in the whole dress category where I, where I talk about dress in the book. I mean, there's all kinds of um, uh, descriptions and, and details and things that you have to think about in, in how this impacts a man. Um, and one of the things, of course, is showing that, giving a man the sense that you are approachable. And if you are wearing um, this dress, the, um, the, the Charlotte Todd Kate Middleton dress, um, first of all, it makes you feel very, very glamorous, and it makes you feel, it puts you in a very fun mood, um, and so on. But it also gives the, the message, subliminally, <laughs> To men that you are approachable, that you are a woman looking for your prince, and let's not get all feminist about this. <laughs> but um, you know that you're that you're a fun person, that you're willing to wear this, whether you wear it with a slip or whether you wear it with your underwear or a bikini or whatever you wear, however you choose to to make it your own. Um, it does make you very approachable. Certainly, it's a conversation starter, and so on. So I I think that women need to have this um, if they are really looking. For a prince, a prince of a man. Prince William is taken, but you can find other princes. So, Michael, why don't you tell people how, besides, besides um, in L.A., you can look up where these parties are, and I will likely be, um, I'm going to at least be at two of them, um, so, but, and also on my website, but why don't you tell people um, how they can get these dresses from your, from Fashion Babylon? Okay, okay. Well, First of all, quite genuinely, I have uh, have some news for you on your delivery, which is that um, they were scheduled to be picked up from the the, the very very idiosyncratic uh, small factory that uh, is in the north of England. This is not sounding and good. Yes, they they were scheduled to be picked up uh, today, and the guy arrived, but um, the factory didn't have the right paperwork, so he went away. And um, I've arranged for them to be, uh, uh, they're actually being driven down to me in London tomorrow, and they're going to be with me at 10 a.m. tomorrow. And then I'm going to send them next day, and you'll uh, 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 receive them by 10 a.m. on Thursday. So you will have them for your parties, customers willing. Uh, And, uh, you know, I was kind of dreading, telling you that, but I think it's quite exciting. It's almost like a Beaujolais Nouveau uh, kind of moment. Uh, so, they, they, you know, you will have them uh, U.S. Customs willing at 10 a.m. on Thursday. Well, that's, so that's cool. The, and, and thank goodness there's Brit Week, so I can continue to go to events <laughs> and bring them there, too. 
But um, yeah. I, I think that, uh, and um, people can certainly go to my website. We're sort of just in that we've just begun putting um, up a store on my website where, of course, you can buy my book, Bad Girls, Why Men Love Them, and How Good Girls Can Learn Their Secret, and um, you will be able to buy the dress. We're taking pre-orders for the dress. And it kind of makes sense if you live in the States to get it from my website, but if you don't live in the States, by all means, you know, because of the because of the customs and because of the postage. But if you don't live in the States, by all means, go to fashionbabylon.com, which is fashion, B-A-B-Y-L-O-N.com, where you can order them, too, and they and they come from London if you want that extra cachet. But anyway, I, I think that... Um, I think that we're, we're, you just think, Michael, we're starting this whole, we're not only, uh, well, you're not only bringing great fashion to people, but think of all the love lives that we're helping by, <laughs> by bringing princes and princesses together. Uh, no, absolutely. And, uh, um, and I, I, you know, I have to tell you, I was, you know, I was up in St. Andrews only two months ago, and uh, I was watching the girls on the catwalk there, and there they were wearing, Fashion from London Fashion Week that had, had only ever been seen at London Fashion Week, and uh, the same thing was running through it. I mean, it was, you know, in the world that we live in, it was very, very sexy and very interesting and uh, very exciting. So, very um, cool. you know, I think I think the themes that you're pointing to are uh, they're, they're they're certainly latter day modern themes that are happening in. You know, exciting places. So, uh, yeah. Yes. Well, again, Michael's website, Michael Bailey, the website is fashionbabylon.com. And my website is badgirlsbook.com. Badgirls, plural, badgirlsbook.com. And if you go badgirlsbook.com slash store, you will see the dress and you can pre order it. And you don't have to go to one of the, find me at one of the parties, (laughs) although I'd like to meet you. So thank you so much, Michael, for being on the show and giving us a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on in London and the royal wedding and the woman who made the royal wedding happen. And, and, uh, and this is a very exciting time, and I, I have high hopes for all of this. We all need, you know, there's so much seriousness in the world, we need a little fairy tale dust sprinkled on us, and we certainly need more love. So thank you again. And, and, and we would like to thank you for your support somehow well, you, as well. We really appreciate that. You're very welcome, and thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.